unless otherwise indicated, all the names, characters, businesses, places, events, and incidents in these stories and audio narrations are either the product of the author's imagination or used in a fictitious manner. Any resemblance to actual persons, living or dead, or actual events is purely coincidental. The stories and audio narrations are not intended as a substitute for the medical advice of physicians. The reader and or listener should consult a physician in matters related to his or her health, and particularly with respect to any symptoms that may require diagnosis or medical attention. Mature content. Listener discretion is advised. Zen medicine. I'm an intuitive tantric Reiki healer. I'm neither formally trained nor educated in being a tantra or Reiki healer. I'm just pretty plugged into the universe. And this is my calling, for better or for worse. How people find me? Well, there's word of mouth and divine timing. Here's my story. I got the ping when I was in the kitchen, a lovely cup of creamy and strong Starbucks cradled in my hands. A ping from the universe was a subtle touch in my mind, like a butterfly kiss against the cheek, coupled with the subsequent image that flowed into my third eye. My energy turned inward and I saw an obese woman, her body slimming into a thinness that seemed unnatural. A black cloud shrouded her body her intense wave of despair gripping my heart painfully. A sudden flash of a silvery blade cut through the vision, making me jump back with a shriek. Some of my hot coffee splashed onto my hand. Even when I grabbed the towel to wipe off the coffee, it still left my hand pink and tender. Terrific. I picked up my cell phone and FaceTime Marla. As soon as I saw her sleep-tossled face, I said, Can I borrow your oasis for a session? Of course, honey. She shifted from her back to her stomach, her honey-brown hair falling over her shoulders. Right now? I'm still in bed. God, what time is it? A rhetorical question, because a second later she winced. Fuck. Really, Z? It's barely five in the morning. I shrugged at her. What can I do when I get these messages? And yeah, I did forget what time it was. My bad. Then my phone buzzed with an incoming private number. It was Mary. The oasis was a beautiful blend of nature and feng shui. Marla was also quite intuitive, and her gifts shone with home design. It was a comfortable, quiet glass room, airy and plenty of natural light. Mary walked in slowly, easing her Jackie O shades off her gorgeous face. Her blue eyes roamed the room before fluttering closed. She inhaled deeply the fragrant air that was in the room, and even from the distance between us, I acutely felt her shaky exhale. She had gastric bypass surgery some time ago. As she lay completely naked on the cushions, the intense despair that surrounded her body blocked my energy from reaching her. It was like touching a solid, impenetrable wall. I usually don't touch the body, the actual warm flesh, but in this case, I didn't have a choice. Without further thought, I laid my hands gently on her head. She flinched hard, but kept her eyes tightly shut. Breathe, Mary, I said softly. 
not moving until I felt the tension lessen just a bit. I began to massage whatever my fingers touched, gently directing my energy out to soothe and loosen the stagnant energy of despair at the crown at the top of her head, then slowly sliding down to her ears. I laid light butterfly touches on her eyes, on her nose before smoothing over her cheeks and mouth. I felt and heard her sigh as I descended down to her neck, gently rubbing small circles along its length. I gripped her taunt shoulders firmly for a second before releasing. I repeated the motion, gripping tightly, and then softly releasing before moving to her throat. Here, I gently rubbed and soothed, repairing the cracks that I felt around her throat chakra. An image flooded my mind then, of Mary on the floor, crying her heart out. I blinked away the tears that clouded my eyes and refocused. Sliding down her chest, I kneaded and circled the muscle before slowly moving to her ample but cold breasts. She gasped loudly as I cupped them, my thumbs running over her nipples. Pulling back then, I grabbed the rose oil and slathered a generous amount on my hands. I clasped my hands together and rubbed them, heating up the scented oil. Then I ran my warmed, scented hands over her breasts and nipples. I spent a bit of time on her breasts, massaging and caressing them until they were warm mounds of flesh, until her nipples became hard nubs. Her heart chakra was weak, and I poured a little bit more of my healing energy into it, gently cleansing and wrapping it in the soft colors of pink and green. Mary exhaled softly, and I felt more tension leave her, saw tears running down the sides of her face, flowing into her hair and the back of her head. Moving down to her slim and soft stomach, I saw no scars from the bariatric surgery. I knew that she had paid top dollars for that specifically, to have flawless, unscarred skin. Her solar plexus chakra was a dull yellow, and still intact. As soon as I passed over her belly button, the muscles underneath tensed up. Her insecurity was literally screaming in my head. Its shrillness made me shiver as if I was hearing fingernails being raked across a chalkboard. Mary, I said softly as I closed my eyes and opened more of my heart chakra. I need your help here. I need you to focus right here. A bright buttercup flower. The biggest and brightest golden yellow buttercup flower. I breathed in white cleansing air and held it for a few long moments before releasing it, re-fortifying the energy in my own body. Then I continued to massage and caress Mary until her abdomen muscles loosened and softened under my fingers. Pouring more rose oil into my hands and warming it, I moved to her thighs and hips. These larger muscles were coiled so tightly that I spent a bit more time on them than I did with her upper abdomen. Only when they finally softened did I proceed down her trim calves, shins, ankles, feet, and toes. Mary was silent, having spoken not a word throughout the session. As soon as I finished her toes, I shifted up to her womanly core. The sacral chakra behind her belly button was unchanged, still a truly lackluster shade of orange. As my hands descended over her vagina, Mary suddenly burst out, Don't touch me! I looked at her, my hands hovering over her quivering flesh. The muscles in her lower abdomen were coiled so incredibly tight that the energy from her body threw me back a couple of steps, stunning me. My heart was pounding as she continued screaming at me. You're just my fucking healer, Z. Why the fuck do I feel so good when you touch me when I hate, hate, hate my body? 
Tears streamed down the side of her face as she threw her hands over her face. I spent all this money for this goddamn gorgeous body, and I can't stand it. Why can't I find someone who loves me? Her hands flew off, and she threw a hate-filled glare at me, absolutely filled with black despair and self-hate. She needed to lash out at something, anything, and unfortunately, it was me. I instinctively hardened my energy shield around me, which blocked out her emotional attack. Why can't I find someone, Z? Why can't I have a lover touching me like you do? She shrieked, "Why!" A very clear image of a man talking smooth nonsense to Mary popped into my third eye. Each time Mary nervously glanced down at her nails, the man's eyes went to the wall clock that hung behind her, and that boiled my blood. I brushed aside a tendril of hair that tickled my cheek because you don't love yourself, Mary. Her eyes widened incredulously, her mouth forming an O.、Oh. What the fuck did you just say to me? You heard me. I continued calmly, holding her stare steadily. These are things your fucking shrink should have been telling you. You need to change doctors. By the way, I put my hands on my hips. Straight talk, Mary. How do you expect anyone to love you if you don't love yourself first? People can't smell that shit the moment they lay eyes on you. From the corner of my eye, I saw Henry blink gold, and heard, "Good girl." And then I saw a vision of a man who was looking at her shyly, longing and uncertainty in his eyes. She was chatting along, completely oblivious to him, as they sat together in a coffee shop. Mary began to sob, huge tremors overwhelming her naked body. I went to her and gripped her outstretched hands tightly. She pulled me in for a tight hug as she succumbed to the storm that almost broke her. Almost. You actually have a young man already waiting for you, Mary. I said softly behind her ear, feeling her arm soften. I pulled back to look down at her. Her eyes shocked. Sometimes we don't see what's in front of us. Maddie, she whispered as her eyes searched mine. I nodded. I barely caught her whisper. They had told me you were also a psychic, but I didn't believe them. I smiled gently at her. I know, Mary. I said as I nodded again at her. Give him a chance. He's so in love with you. Mary stifled a sob with her knuckles. More tears running down the side of her pale face. Intuitively, I knew that she was emotionally spent. So I whispered, "Let me turn you over on your back, Mary." And without a word, she shifted. I lifted her hair. And placed them off her neck. Then I lathered and warmed more rose oil and got to work on her backside. Starting again at the crown of her head, I massaged her scalp with firm, gentle circles on her pressure points. I was at her neck and softened shoulders when Mary moaned my name. I stepped back as her body began to shake and tremble. She was having a full body orgasm, but I felt her instinctively start to shut down the orgasm. Her internal defenses coming back up. So I leaned forward, my mouth near her ear. "You're safe, Mary. Let go, honey." And she surrendered with a heartfelt sigh. The body is an incredible work of art. When it's aligned and at peace, when its own healing powers are turned on, it's truly a spectacular sight to see. She fell asleep after the tremors had subsided. I instinctively selected rose quartz and amethyst crystals and laid them in a healing grid on her back, directly in line with her heart chakra. When I finally completed the healing grid, I pulled back, both mentally and physically exhausted. Covering her with a light towel, I ticked on the alarm on my Apple Watch and moved away. After I exited the oasis, I saw Marla in her soft, flowing, creamy tunic gown, the ever beautifully sensual goddess. 
Her eyes sharpened as she looked at me, her beautiful lips curving into a smile. Since she knew how my session went, there was really nothing for me to say, aside from me needing water and to wash my hands. Status of the case of Mary Astor closed. Music credit by Kogan Audio. Story created, written, and narrated by Z. E. Lian. Follow the continuing story of Zen Medicine on Medium.com. Thank、you